0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of What Ever New. the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. We don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No, no matter how you know, get it done. No matter- okay people welcome back to another episode in case you haven't already please hit that subscribe button and that bell to get notified we drop new episodes of Fenev News every Saturday 12 p.m. EST and throughout the week we upload the stories from that episode into separate videos for your viewing pleasure so I'd appreciate all support let's jump into the stories and first up this is very big and very important and you're probably like okay what's happening here Fenev what is going on right now because in case you ain't been keeping up with what's going on in the scene of the anime and manga world but in particular the anime world crunchyroll has become somewhat of i don't want to say a menace but they've definitely been making massive strides in taking over for example honestly despite the fact that crunchyroll was a part of the big buyout or whatnot essentially it seems as though crunchyroll won the war against funimation for example because there was a big war in between the two now that it's kind of over with i guess i could talk a little bit more about it where they had partnered up for a while and they really weren't fond of each other honestly there was a massive divide between the two the companies really didn't rock all that well together and ultimately eventually crunchyroll kind of won because after the buyout funimation is essentially no more like if you go on the funimation app right now they tell you go to Crunchyroll because Crunchyroll is the brand that survived between the two of them. So Crunchyroll has been making massive strides. One after another, you hear, oh, Crunchyroll got the exclusive rights to that trailer. Oh, Crunchyroll is licensing that anime. Oh, Crunchyroll is doing the anime for that particular manhwa. Like, they've been making a lot of great strides. And now with this purchase that they just made recently, it's showing more that Crunchyroll is heading towards somewhat of a monopoly of the anime industry because if they already have pretty much they're dominating the anime space right now like aside from crunchyroll on the official side of things what other really services are there that you really like yo i'm I'm gonna use them officially like for the most part there's netflix um amazon got a couple of titles and none of them are really primarily focused on anime in terms of the legal dedicated to anime services out there there's only Crunchyroll at this particular point there's what high dive and i think high dive just got bought sentai filmworks and all them just got bought out so there's really nobody around so it's just pretty much crunch roll and now they take it a step further with buying in case you haven't heard of them right stuff Com. Now, Right Stuff, I have purchased a lot of anime and manga from there throughout my time. I mean, we're going back to like 2010, 2011. I was buying stuff from Right Stuff. I used to have the pass and all that. They are pretty much the biggest dedicated anime distributing site where you could buy anime, manga, merchandise, all sorts of goodies. And they pretty much were the biggest. And Crunchyroll just bought them Let's read. Crunchyroll purchases anime retailer Right Stuff. Crunchyroll announced on Thursday that it has purchased anime retailer Right Stuff to expand its e-commerce service. The purchase will widen Crunchyroll's e-commerce product offering with extensions in home entertainment and manga categories. The companies did not disclose the terms of the deal. The Right Stuff website confirmed that it will continue to sell products from different companies with the exception of erotica products. So. You already know all that fan service to the next level stuff. Yeah, it's going bye-bye. The companies are phasing out the erotica genre content and product following their unification. Yeah, I remember there used to be sales on right stuff like the Christmas sales. And they would just throw up, hey, do you want this nude statue? And I'd be like... Okay, I'm not gonna get it, but hey, it doesn't look that bad. All existing Right Stuff orders will be honored, and the website will keep its address. All 18-plus erotica orders are being transferred to EroAnimeStore.com. Separating the brands, kind of like what we did with Forever World and Forever News. Right Stuff teased that there may be future products, features, and benefits relating to Crunchyroll in the future. Right Stuff and Crunchyroll stores will continue to operate separately for the moment. The announcement does not mention Right Stuff's licensing division, Nozomi Entertainment. However, Nozomi Entertainment shared the announcement on Twitter. Right Stuff CEO Sean Kleckner and the Right Stuff team are joining Crunchyroll's emerging businesses organization led by Terry Lee. Shepard Mullen Rich and Hampton LLP advised Crunchyroll and Sony Pictures Entertainment and Hennepin Partners and Lathrop GPM advised Right Stuff for the transaction. And of course, Funimation and Crunchyroll announced on March 1st that Funimation and Wakanim's anime library and simulcast content have moved to Crunchyroll. Sony's Funimation Global Group completed its acquisition of Crunchyroll from AT&T August 9th of last year. The purchase price was US $1.175 billion and the proceeds were paid in cash at Close closing. And so pretty much crunchyroll has been slowly but surely gaining a massive stronghold over anime and manga in the west because now this puts them at hey you you want to go to one of the big top dogs right stuff we own it that's honestly going to be somewhat problematic as we continue moving forward like i know a lot of people don't understand it or don't get it or they just think that everything's going to be all hunky-dory but it's only a matter of time till things keep on increasing the fact that they have next to no competition there's literally just if we're being realistic in terms of anime distribution online especially there's only Crunchyroll there's nobody else so who's to stop them from yeah, we're gonna go a little wild with it with the prices. We're gonna increase the prices of, yo, you want that Blu ray DVD? Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit more expensive because now, aside from major retailers and aside from again Netflix, nobody can stop them. They're pretty much creating a massive monopoly. And I'm wondering what the legalities of it are going to be moving forward. Like, as we continue on and there's no other services to, you know, challenge them or anything like that, doesn't that essentially create a monopoly? And what are the legalities of monopolies? I think, aren't monopolies illegal to a certain degree so it's going to be interesting to see how things move forward honestly i gotta stress again this is why it is healthy and good to support the competition like don't get me wrong i've with crunch row for a long time i've had my subscription over there for ages now but I'm going to continue to, hey, if there's some new anime on Netflix, I, I might just go watch some over there because this is going to continue on to snowball into something bigger and who knows what the future may hold. Obviously, they're not gonna shoot themselves in the foot and go too crazy, but what's gonna happen in 10 years, and 20 years? If Crunchyroll is the only game in town, then what? And of course, there's a bunch of people like, yo, dog, who cares? We pirate our shit, who cares? We don't even buy anime and manga merch like that. And, and yeah, touche, that's you, but there's still plenty of people that love to buy anime and manga merchandise i mean hello look behind me <laughs> but yeah people crunchyroll has taken one step further into creating a monopoly with the purchase of rightstuff.com i don't know what the future holds for anime and manga but definitely crunchyroll is going to be a part of it moving forward one piece fans one piece did it again one piece continues on to break records it has just hit guinness world record yet again this time for something even more monumental because now it has been confirmed that One Piece by H.O. Oda has 500 million copies in circulation worldwide and also it has been cemented in the Guinness World Record as I believe it's the longest running comic by a single author to sell you know the most it's the most selling manga or comic by a single author because obviously Batman Superman all of those other comics have been done by multiple authors throughout the years there's not just one concurrent author but One Piece of course it being what it is and it's just done by H.O. Oda, yeah, that's pretty much cementing it in the Guinness World Record. I'm curious to see, though, if it's going to continue on and hit that 600 million mark anytime soon. I'll be honest with you, considering even though One Piece is like, you know, dominating online, I'm starting to notice a difference between dominating popularity-wise online and it translating to sales. There's a story that we're going to talk about later on in this episode where it showcases that just because your thing is the talk of the town, just because the algorithms are favoring like pushing yo dog that one piece it doesn't necessarily mean that the sales are going to be you know astronomical in fact we've seen if you've been following for never news and we talk about like you know top 50 best-selling manga and all that jazz each one piece volume is selling less and less as it continues it's honestly on the quote-unquote decline in terms of sales so it hit the 500 million mark and of course it's going to stay and it's going to pretty much stay for a long time as like you know guinness world record and all that stuff but considering the fact that one piece at this particular point is starting to hit the decline also oda has confirmed it is officially announced that one piece is on its final arc we'll see how things go but i just gotta clap it up, clap it up for One Piece, this is huge, honestly, like, you know, One Piece has been doing great, and doing awesome numbers for a long time, but, honestly, One Piece is one of the big staples that puts manga in the run, and in competition with comics, like, there's no other series that, you know, comes close to what One Piece has done, even the legendary Dragon Ball, because Dragon Ball is a popular anime like the manga don't get me wrong is still one of the highest selling of all time i think it's what number three number two somewhere you know it's in the top five highest selling manga but dragon ball is really popular for its anime one piece is the exception where the anime is massively popular mainly in japan but the manga is just Clearly a beast, 500 million copies sold and counting. I'm I'm just wondering, will we ever be able to be number one in terms of the number one selling comic of all time? It's the number one selling comic by a single author, but I believe it's, I want to say the Batman or Superman that is still number one. Time will tell, but again, shout outs to Oda, 500 million. Talk about a run. <laughs> there will probably never in existence be another run like One Piece. Over a thousand chapters, still selling millions of copies and reaching and breaking record after record. Clap it up. Moving forward, Studio Mappa. Now, you may have heard of Studio Mappa. They've done the Jujutsu Kaisen anime, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. They've taken over Attack on Titan for the final season. They've taken over Villain Saga. They're currently in production. Doing the Chainsaw Man anime and Studio Mappa is just highly acclaimed and highly regarded. Everybody freaking always says, Hey, they want their anime to either be done by Ufotable or Studio Mappa. Well, Studio Mappa, uh, apparently the animators are not allowed to leave the room yet because you already know how it goes with the animators. uh But yeah, according to this, it says that Studio Mappa's first ever isekai anime, Campfire Cooking in Another World with My Absurd Skill, is coming. And this is, I believe, a leak at this particular point point so studio Mappa got a new one coming and i ain't gonna lie i'm kind of i don't want to say skeptical but i'm definitely first of all worried about those animators because if they're doing now an original anime i'd imagine that takes a little bit more than just having the source material like if you have the source material of a manga at hand which this might actually be based on the source material don't quote me on that but it's their first isekai anime ever and honestly it's just kind of shocking to hear oh studio Mappa got another one huh like they built that massive compound we talked about it a few months ago That they build this massive compound where pretty much animators could damn near live there and they did it for a reason, because they're gonna keep on doing things. Despite the fact that, again, they even have, like, what, Hell's Paradise, I believe, is in production with them as well. They got a slew of anime. And we hear that the animators are constantly falling apart and all of that stuff. And then on top of that, hey, we've got another one. This time, it's an Isekai anime, which I'm kind of isekai out. Like, there's a few Isekai that I will always watch. Whenever ReZero comes back with another season, I will watch every single episode, every single week. But in terms of a new Isekai, and then the title doesn't sound all that inviting campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill i mean i'd imagine it could be good i'd imagine it could be enjoyable but yeah i don't i don't know how i feel about another isekai like i mean i've sword art online did i've re-zeroed it i've watched quite a few but yeah Studio MAPA they're they're not letting off of their animators anytime soon and they got a new work coming Kaiju number 8 now you may have heard of it you may have not it's called Kaiju number 8 aka monster number 8 and I've said for already a couple of years now I want to say 2020 is when it started and I kind of caught up ironically I believe when it was on chapter 8 but Kaiju number 8 I've said it's going to be the spiritual successor to attack on Titan it has that monster feel obviously you know the Titans are like monsters this one is more so focusing in on like a Godzilla kaiju type of vibe but i've said for a long time that it's gas i've said for a long time i believe it's next up and after numerous false alarms which i feel like were just leaks from animators that probably were involved in the process and that's usually how leaks come about it's usually backdoor animators or overseas freelance animators or whatnot that they'd be giving up the goods. so we reported a couple different times that it seems the kaiju number eight anime is coming well now it has been officially confirmed that kaiju number eight's anime anime is incoming and it's about damn time honestly kaiju number eight has been selling millions and millions of copies because along with this announcement that kaiju number eight anime is officially coming they also announced that currently kaiju number eight has eight million copies of its manga in circulation and you gotta just think for a second what the hell (laughs) yo that's insane honestly manga has gotten way more popular than it's ever been because back in the days to sell eight million copies you better have the greatest anime of ever on tv and it better be just doing massive rankings where now i mean it hasn't had an anime in fact it wasn't on the mainstream publication of being on stands and weekly shonen jump magazine it was on jump plus their digital publication and with that with just word of mouth pretty much it sold eight million copies or it has eight million in circulation it's not sold there's a little bit of a difference between the two but yeah kaiju number eight an anime incoming that's honestly just perfect kaiju number eight eight million copies sold this is when they officially announced the anime i believe they did like a big trailer and a big reveal for it and Yeah, Kaiju number 8 is going to be next up. So people that maybe feel a little bit sad. Oh, Attack on Titan is ending. Or just in general, you're looking for something new. Because I tell you, when that anime comes. Yeah, you're not going to be able to escape Kaiju number 8 cosplayers. You're not going to be able to escape just seeing Kaiju number 8 everywhere. This is going to be huge. And anime incoming about freaking time. Like that 8 million is going to turn into 20 million very quickly when that comes out. You already know all the backlog. All the back catalog is going to sell like hotcakes and... Yeah, you probably would, I'd imagine, want to get your hands if you're planning on buying Kaiju number 8 volumes now, because once that anime comes... You're probably not going to be able to get your hands on some of those volumes. But yeah, people, Kaiju number 8 anime officially, finally, officially announced alongside we've got 8 million in circulation. Keep it coming. Okay, people, next up, this is a leak. This is not official, but from my understanding, this is pretty credible sources, and this is a good one. This is about damn time as well. It feels like a lot of manga have taken a lot longer than in the past to get their anime adaptations. Well, this one, it's been around a bit, but either way, according to this leak, it says that Sakamoto is anime is in production now if you haven't heard of sakamoto days it's a manga that's been in weekly shonen jump for i want to say a couple years now at this particular point and a lot of people were like okay this one is really good depending on that anime adaptation it could make or break it because it doesn't sell the greatest in the world it does decent sales but yeah the fact that they are already putting an anime in production i believe it's getting an anime sooner than series like martial and undead Unluck. because if this thing is already in production that means that they're gonna probably release it a lot sooner than expected and that's good because if they're in production now that means they're going to have a decent amount of time to work on this thing and sakamoto days is really good i've been meaning to make a video about it for a while i was actually i don't know maybe sometimes last year or earlier this year was catching up on it and i was planning on doing a big video still planning on doing that big video but either way sakamoto days anime according to this leak is in production which that's great honestly it's weird that shonen jump has in the last i don't know what month or two they've been announcing boom martial anime then undead unluck gets leaked that is getting an anime now sakamoto days it looks like that quote-unquote failed generation of jump the ones that just haven't been blowing up in particular again like Undead Unluck really didn't blow up and it's been going down in sales Sakamoto Days has been doing decent and gets a lot of great reception because it's a great story but doesn't really sell that well these anime adaptations are probably gonna be what pushes them over the edge well undead Unluck is almost over anyway which that's kind of a sad thing but a whole different story either way sakamoto days according to a leak has its anime in production and i say bravo bring them on baby a lot of these manga i've been waiting a long time to see are they getting the anime adaptation they've been around a year or two like what's happening it's coming baby next up black clover fans it's been very dry ever since pretty much i want to say it was what the day that the black clover anime came to an end with episode 170 i want to say it was march 30th if i'm not mistaken of 2021 it was announced you know boom black clover anime coming to an end the manga was still going and a lot of people now that i think about it black clover has been an emotional roller coaster for a lot of people because a lot of people like oh shit you know my anime is over what's gonna happen what's the future of black clover then the manga went on and then the manga recently came back from a three month hiatus and we was like okay at the very least we still got that movie waiting in the wings right like that's been for a long time and honestly it's been kind of terrible how they marketed this movie because we got that big announcement at the end of the anime that hey at least you got a movie coming and we barely got anything for it we had that visual the two pieces that they broke apart which that was ridiculous so we got that one picture of asta when the movie was first announced and then i believe it was like jump Festa, where they released the second half of the image and it was just a picture of you know like whoop de doo and then we got that small trailer for black clover where it was like asta with the black hood barely small piece and thankfully it was in 2d because i'm gonna stress again if that black clover movie is 3d Ooh, I'm going to be very upset, but according to this, some reliable information. Apparently, we're going to be getting some Black Clover movie news in the next few days days big reveals so hopefully this is a new trailer hopefully this is giving us some insight because as it stands all we know is that there's a black clover movie coming out we know that Asta and know are going to be in there i mean who would have thought right the two main characters are going to be in there so we know that Asta and Yuno is going to be in there we know that there's going to be something of Asta with a black cloak i don't know if it's that he's considered maybe a villain in this one maybe he did something or he's being falsely accused think like naruto she put in blood prison maybe it's something along the lines of that but that's the extent of what we know about this film. And I think also considering the fact that in the original image, it was Asta with that buff look after the time skip. So we know it's going to be post- the first time skip that we got, but other than that, we don't know too much. So thankfully, within the next few days, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we'll get something on this Black Clover movie because it's been ridiculous already. It's like how freaking long are we gonna wait for this shit to come? It's like, okay, we got little trailer, couple of images, and then also they said 2023. And now we're gonna get some more info. Let's see a villain, let's see something other than just there's a movie coming. It almost feels like they I don't wanna say don't believe in this film, but it's not clearly on their priorities of things to do because If not, we would have been had this film. You don't want to announce a movie in, what, March of 2021 and don't even reveal shit and we're heading into 2023 when it's coming out. That's just... I don't want to say wrong, but it's just like, I don't even want to say corny. I don't know. It's just, do y'all believe in this thing or what's going on here? Like, I get it, Black Clover is not the biggest seller. It never has. I think as it stands right now, worldwide, it has like 16 million copies in circulation, which to me, that's fantastic. But of course, for a jump title, they want it to be at 50 million, 100 million. They want that Demon Slayer money. Demon Slayer set a whole new precedent for companies, for anime and manga like that. Yo, dog, you better sell crazy. And if you don't, you're a waste of time but black clover has still done decent numbers and it's still very popular online and the anime has been which i still wonder like yo dog if it was that popular that it was one of the number one most watched anime on crunchyroll worldwide like why did they pull the plug again so many questions to ask but either way thankfully within the next few days hopefully we will get some updates on the black clover movie and it's about damn time bleach fans bleach fans in case you ain't here for starters 2022 is the revival of bleach like we got a few things that has been Happening within the last couple of years, of course, we had that spin off Burn the Witch that got an anime movie. Well, it was like a few episodes, and then they tied it into like one big film or whatever. But we had the Burn the Witch stuff, then we had that thing that rocked the internet the spin off chapters or the sequel chapters of No Breaths from Hell, or that was freaking massive. Then we got the Bleach trailers, everything has been lining up perfectly for Bleach. But it seems as though they want to give us a treat that I am definitely going to be indulging in because, according to Viz Media, they said our courageous soul. Reapers venture into the depths of hell to save Yuzu and the world. Watch Bleach the movie Hellverse at a theater near you on August. 25th so the previous or the final bleach movie that was released again wow i want to say like 11 years ago now that's kind of maddening to think about but the final bleach movie they're going to be putting it in theaters for the most part you could look at it a couple different ways i mean if we're being realistic it's just that hey they're marketing bleach more with that they're cashing in on the fact that hey bleach is hot again because bleach went dormant for a bit once the anime ended and then of course the manga ended there wasn't that much talks now that it's coming back yeah people are going to want to try and make a push and viz media is putting it in theaters i'm gonna look at it as hey this is an opportunity to watch a bleach movie in theaters i never had that chance by the time the hellverse movie came out i i don't think they were still really putting movies in theaters over here like anime movies weren't really still a thing over here in the west it wasn't until 2013 with dragon ball battle of gods that showed the industry like hey people actually want to go to the movies to watch these movies right it's it's crazy but yeah thankfully we're going to be able to watch bleach hellverse august 25th over here in the west and I am easily going to watch this one. I am taking that opportunity. Not to mention, Hellverse is arguably one of the best films. Personally, I like, I believe it was the second one, if I'm not mistaken. The one about Rukia. That's my favorite Bleach movie. That's honestly one of my favorite movies in general. I've always said that. I just really love that movie. But Hellverse was really dope. And also, that was the start of a lot of mangaka being involved in the process of making a movie. I believe Kubo, he had some involvement in there. I'm not sure to what extent, but Kubo was involved. So, if you never got a chance to see that, or maybe you're new to Bleach, and you wanna try and understand what's up with it. This movie ain't the greatest because there's a couple of things that you may be a little bit confused with, but either way, it's a nice way to say, okay, let me check out what Bleach is all about. And it has a lot of epic action, art and animation is beautiful, Ichigo's transformation in there is great. And yeah, I'm gonna go watch some Bleach in theaters. It's actually, like I've been saying, the last part of this year is starting to pick back up. It's like every month, something huge in the world of anime and manga is happening. We got on the 19th Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, On the 25th Bleach Hellverse, then the next month is like, every month there's something big happening, you know, the Bleach anime return, Chainsaw Man, and... Yeah, indulge. Bleach Hellverse, August 25th. No, I'm not paid to say this. Hey, cut the check. Just say. Chainsaw Man fans. Now, I got a couple of pieces of good news and what some might say is bad news because Chainsaw Man, the anime and manga right now, it's about to make a great leap. Y'all already know that Chainsaw Man 2 recently started. As of the recording of this video, we're four chapters deep into Chainsaw Man 2. Although, technically, they're just naming the chapters like if it's continuing on from Chainsaw Man 1. There's like no distinction. It's not just... Chainsaw Man 2 chapter 3 or 4 or anything like that it's Chainsaw Man chapter 100 and stuff like that so that's something to note that they're pretty much keeping in line as if Chainsaw Man is continuing but I guess I'll start off on the anime side of things for starters the anime released a new key visual for the Chainsaw Man anime and looking at it it looks great don't get me wrong it looks like they're really going to go for some very unique hybrid of 3D and 2D and that's probably also why the Chainsaw Man anime has had I don't want to say delays because it was never set in stone of when it was coming. But that's probably why it's been taking a little bit longer because, well, for starters, something like Chainsaw Man, considering the fact that Dog has a chainsaw for a head that's too difficult to constantly, in fluid animation, do in 2D. It's just, like, a a difficult task. On top of the fact that there's a lot of things in this series that kind of require, in order to make it work, 3d not because of you know because anything can be done realistically with 2d but i'd imagine budgets and animation talent and all that stuff like you got to get the right people to do it so we've heard and we've seen little inklings of that there's going to be some 3d elements in there not just 2d but based off this image this key visual assuming that this is something of what the anime is going to look like because we still don't have a full-on real trailer as i've said in the past the trailer that we did get it was a pre-render basically hey show them what a chainsaw man anime looks like but as of this, video i believe on the 5th of august a new chainsaw man trailer will come out so probably go check the main channel i'll probably have a reaction to it by the time you've seen this so we'll know a little bit more but based on this key visual it looks great but i'm just going to be a little bit skeptical of like this image looks great that doesn't look like it's part of the anime though it doesn't it looks like more so a promo image opposed to it just being straight up like hey this is what the anime looks like i mean again i want to stress this image looks good but i don't know if that's what chainsaw man is going to look like In general, and main channel, I'll have a reaction when that trailer drops. So we got a new visual for the anime. But the negative side of things, the well, some might say, is negative, is that Chainsaw Man two is not going to be seemingly weekly anymore. The first four chapters has been we've been getting a chapter a week, four weeks in a row. It's been great for me personally. I know some fans are like, oh, the pacing isn't what I expected, but either way, it's been awesome. However, um, hate to rain on your parade, but Chainsaw Man two is going to be going seemingly for now bi-weekly according to the unofficial weekly shonen jump twitter account chainsaw man part 2 appears to be entering a bi-weekly or at least not regular schedule with chapter 102 being published on august 17th at shonen jumps plus app please note that weekly shonen jump being on break next week has nothing to do with the series at shonen jump plus app having breaks they're two separate platforms and the dates of publication are entirely different to further clarify the wording used in the editor text for chainsaw man says Next chapter to be published in two weeks, August 17th. It doesn't fully specify whether this will be a one-time break as other series do or a regular thing. But for now, at the very least, we know for sure that Chainsaw Man is going to be taking two weeks in between this chapter. And that could be the future of it. I know for a couple of Shonen Jump Plus titles in particular, I remember Kaiju number eight started off weekly, then it went to like, hey, we're getting three chapters in a month. And then now I think it's up to, is it bi-weekly? I wanna say it's bi-weekly now. I'm not sure, don't quote me on that. But I know Kaiju number eight started off weekly and then eventually it progressively changed its schedule. Could be the same thing here. Likewise with, what is it? The Tokyo Ghoul Creator's new work, Choujin X, that also isn't regularly serialized either so that's probably gonna be the case for it and the more I think about it despite the fact that I love getting Chainsaw Man every week in fact on the main channel on the winner take all segment that was something that is planned to be like hey we're gonna have that a part of the roster every week but again now seemingly that's not going to be the case because Chainsaw Man 2 looks like it's switching schedules and it's probably for the better I'm noticing that fans aren't gravitating towards Chainsaw Man 2 off rip they're complaining about the pacing and whatnot so maybe these breaks in between this longer break in between chapters can allow Fujimoto to take some of this feedback in and change things and kind of maybe move at a different rate which sucks because I love when the author gets to tell the story the way they want but probably there needs to be some tweaks and changes in order to make this whole thing work and that's probably why they're doing this it could work out better in the future honestly I mean at the very least we already got noticed that yo Chainsaw Man's anime is coming so that's a good thing so we'll have that to kind of help out but yeah Chainsaw Man 2 at the very least for for this next chapter there's a two-week break and it might continue on like that i wouldn't be surprised again kaiju number eight was weekly and then poof went into three weeks 2 weeks so we'll see what happens. Promised Neverland fans, there's a couple of pieces of Promised Neverland news for starters something regarding the artist Mizu Poska and also something regarding the IP as a whole. For starters it says here, Demizu Poska, artist of the Promised Neverland, will be publishing a new one-shot titled Chicken Survivor along with Umezu Umekichi at Shonen Jump Plus's app on August 12th, which great freaking move. I personally feel like all veteran authors, because at this point, the Mizu artists you know author artists whatever all creators on shonen jump once you have your big successful series i don't feel like it's a wise choice to come back to weekly shonen jump considering in 2022 this shit the the axe grinds so viciously you know what i'm saying you don't survive that long in weekly shonen jump anymore unless you're going crazy and for a big artist it kind of puts a certain smudge on their name when they come back and things don't work out hello masashi kishimoto samurai eight a lot of people look at it like that's a stain on his legacy he tried to come back with a big one and it lasted about a year 40 something chapters and got the axe and whatnot. and that could very well be the same case for a lot of veteran authors like there's no guarantee just because you had a hit that you're going to survive with the next round so the fact that Demizu Posca is still coming back to you know this publication but they're coming back to Jump Plus the digital one I feel like that's a smarter move also with this one shot is probably testing the waters trying to see if maybe it'll pick up some steam because I believe Demizu Posca and the Author of Promise Neverland tried doing that one shot. It was like about a photographer or something like that. Probably didn't work out, probably didn't get the feedback that they wanted to be able to get serialized. So, this move right here with a different author, I'm, I'm applauding it and I'm glad. I think that that should be the move. All previous, you know, successful authors like the author of Beelzebub and, you know, Madaka Box and all the classics, Akira like Amano, you know, and Reborn, I feel like if they return, they should try to shoot for Jump Plus. Again, I don't know what the money is like over there. I don't know what the readership is like i'd imagine it's great i imagine it's like not bad at all considering you got kaiju number eight over there you got spy family over there like it's blowing up it's becoming a big commodity over there so Demizu Polska going over there instead of returning to Jump I like that idea I definitely want to read this and I definitely want to support this because yeah I, I mean I love the Promised Neverland's art it was great and also in Promise Neverland related news for starters they released a Promised Neverland 6th anniversary illustration and some messages by Demizu Polska and Kai Ushidai, but also the series has reached 41 million copies in circulation worldwide clap it up for that because 41 million Promise neverland was something that was i felt like at the very least in the beginning it was huge and strong like that first arc while they were still in the orphanage was just insane honestly that felt like it could have been a story in and of itself could have started it ended with that story and 41 million copies later was still kicking but also the live action adaptation by amazon is still in progress and i forgot that that was a thing personally i wanted to see they remember they had a live action movie that they released over there in japan i kind of wanted to see it because it looked pretty good but the fact that they're still doing that live action over there with Amazon. It could go both ways. Honestly, The Promised Neverland feels like a series that, hey, you get the right people, you could make a good movie out of it. The Promised Neverland is really good, especially that first art piece of cake. You don't really see demons and stuff like that. It's mama and some kids. You get the right actors, the right script, the right director, and it should be a knockout. the park home run. So if Amazon is doing it and they're doing it like traditional Hollywood or something like that, I don't see why this thing shouldn't be good. I mean, we know historically that live action adaptations of anime and manga have just kind of sucked. For the most part, but I don't feel like this should suck. There's no way. There's certain series that I feel like when I think of them, if they got a live action adaptation, this should be you know, slam dunk, you know, knock it out the park, home run, like Black Lagoon, for example. Black Lagoon, that should easily be the case. And Amazon's still working on it. I mean, that's a good thing. Hey, they're taking their time with it, but hopefully, they do something good with it. Hopefully, it doesn't suck because if it sucks, there's another one down. I saw pieces of the movie that they did over there. And again, it looked aight. So we gotta wait and see. But either way, Amazon's still working on that. 41 million copies of the manga in circulation. And the artist, the Mizu Posuka, is working on a one-shot that will be hitting Shonen Jump+. Plus. Look out for it. Quick update for Don to Don. In case you don't know, what's Dondadon? Don, Don is a pretty popular manga over there again on Shonen Jump Plus. Wow, I feel like we've been talking about Shonen Jump Plus a lot in this episode. We got Don to Don, we got Kaiju number eight, spy family. But Don, to Don according to this, has reached 1.7 million copies in circulation, near two million. It's interesting because Don to Don for starters online it gained a lot of buzz i feel like early on they have more buzz than it does right now i don't see people talking about don the don as much right now as when it first started probably because of the absurdities caught people off guard but also don the don was pretty freaking solid i mean the creator of don the don i believe worked as an assistant under tatsuki fujimoto author of chainsaw man which probably rubbed off on him and that's why don the don felt so absurd or whatnot but 1.7 million again i gotta keep on stressing on jump plus the publication that is digital the publication. That is not on newsstands, that is just online. That's pretty freaking awesome. And that just shows again, Don the Don is going to be moving forward, becoming a big thing at some given point. Whenever it gets that anime adaptation, probably Studio Mappa. I don't see any other if any other studio picks it I will be shocked. It just screams Studio Mappa from the style to the absurdity it just feels like yeah that would be easily in Studio Mappa's bag on top of the fact that they're the ones doing Chainsaw Man and like I said this author worked under Tatsuki Fujimoto author of Chainsaw Man I definitely see it happening but yeah we got 1.7 million copies of Don De Don in circulation not bad if I say so myself moving forward small update from Koyoharu Gotoge author of Demons we haven't heard much from her honestly I believe it's a female if I'm not mistaken but we haven't heard much from the author of Demon Slayer in a long time we get a little art here or there and I believe Demon Slayer if I'm not mistaken was cut short or there was something of an issue at the end of its publication because the author had like an emergency back home so we never really get much from them and and it's crazy because Demon Slayer as it stands right now is like the Dragon Ball Z of this next generation of shonen anime and manga like it's just massively huge you know Mugen Train broke records it's just been absolutely insane well according to this it says koyohara gotoge manga author of kimetsu no yaiba demon slayer is recommending marriage toxin in the series's volume one so pretty much they're recommending this new manga i've never freaking heard of in my life which is probably gonna put it on the map because if koyoharu gotoge does anything if she freaking sneezes or farts and people find out about it it's a big deal but yeah i might have to check it out and i'm wondering because i remember the author demon slayer had spoke about or i believe it was said that they wanted to work on something like a slice of life or a romance series after demon slayer i doubt they're gonna allow that to happen i'm gonna just keep it real i don't see them saying hey you know that demon slayer money isn't incredible but go work on something else like at most they will probably entertain Koyoharu Gotoge and be like yeah if you want to give it a shot go ahead but just keeping it real it feels like at this stage especially with shonen anime and manga in particular jump coming back after your hit like I just spoke about with the promised neverland it doesn't make much sense to come to jump anymore if anything go to like jump plus or some other type of publication but especially the demon slayer author demon slayer author when they return needs to come back just keeping it real to demon slayer because it's just so much money print so much money and that's going to be your staple of what you are like even though it sucks to be put in a box but we're not in the same era as like you know dr slump to dragon ball like akira toriyama he had a huge hit with dr slump and then came back with dragon ball with shonen jump it doesn't seem to be the case that it's very inviting for veteran authors to return and make a splash it's like once you have your hit you probably should just move on to something else. Well, unlike Weekly Shonen Magazine that has just allowed Hidomashima to thrive from Rave Master to Fairy Tale to Eden Zero. I don't know, but hey, I, I kind of trailed off immensely and just saying that Demon Sayer author has recommended Marriage Toxin. I, I need to check it out. I have no idea other than this image, which the art looks aight and there's a ring because, hey, it's about marriage, but... Yeah, although a Toxic Marriage, that might actually be good. I don't know. Either way, shout-outs to Koyo Haro Gotoge. Might want to look into that if you like Demon Slayer. Moving forward, a little worrisome and very troubling to hear when it comes to authors taking breaks. Y'all already know. I mean, just recently in the last episode of Forever News, we spoke about a Rui Dragons author having to take an indefinite hiatus due to an illness and pretty much not being able to, you know, keep going. and. That kind of blew my mind because it was only like, what, a handful of chapters in and it gained a massive fan base. Like, it's crazy how some series in Jump quickly blow up. And uh, considering it wasn't a battle series or whatever, it was insane to see. But either way, um, another series, not in Jump, in Weekly Shonen Magazine, Gachi Akuta. I talked about it on my main channel. I did a recommendation video on It's taking a short break of two weeks and will be back in Shonen Magazine issue 39. And a two-week break... I mean, that's not too bad. Thankfully, it's not like, you know, a giant, I don't know, six-month break or, God forbid, an indefinite hiatus. But considering it's something that is probably next up from Weekly Shona Magazine, it was the series that pretty much replaced fire force yeah i know fire force came to an end and this was the next one to be serialized in the magazine it's just a little worrisome to hear nowadays with all of these authors something bad always happening with them whether it be the most extremes of they've committed a crime or them falling sick and having to go on hiatuses author of world trigger all sorts of bad stuff happening sending best wishes positive vibes to the author of gachi aquita that shit is gas the author is quite funny i know we cover it on the weekly Show in the magazine author comments of pretty freaking funny dude but But yeah, get your rest because another author taking an extended break. Hopefully, it's just that the manga industry is becoming a little more understanding of these authors' plight of, hey, they're killing themselves. You're not going to have no authors if you keep going like this. And maybe that's why they're allowing them to take more breaks because other than that is like... I don't know what's going on here. The fact that a lot of these authors are taking these big breaks. Two weeks isn't too bad or anything like that, but still just makes me a little bit worried of like, hopefully the author of Gachi Aquato is doing all right. K. Urana. Don't want to hear about any more authors falling ill and stuff like that. It's not cool. Moving forward, Tokyo Revengers fans. We got a couple of pieces of news for Tokyo Revengers. For starters, Tokyo Revengers is launching its first character popularity poll in Shonen Magazine, issue number 38, which... Wow, I-, I thought they would have done one by now, especially considering the fact that Tokyo Revengers is pretty much the highest-selling manga currently in that magazine. I mean, I know they have like classics like Hajime no Ippo, that are still going, but as it stands right now, Tokyo Revengers trumps pretty much majority of the popular titles in that magazine in sales. Like, it outsold Eden Zero. It outsells majority of the competition. But yeah, it's doing its character popularity poll, and I wonder who would top it. I-, I highly doubt that it's going to be Takamichi at the top. I mean, if Takamichi wins then, I'll be just immensely shocked considering, for the most part, I always just hear about, oh, Takamichi's a crybaby. I don't like him and stuff like that. It's probably going to be Mikey number one, Draken number two. Maybe they're going to rig it to have Takamichi not look like such a scrub and be like, you know, top, like at the bottom of 10 or something like that. Probably Takamichi number three, maybe, Baji number four four somewhere around there. But yeah, either way, Tokyo Revengers character popularity poll. I don't know if it's going to be an online thing or it's just going to be magazine only. It seems like Jump was the only one that started doing those worldwide popularity polls. And doesn't say worldwide, but yeah we got a popularity poll. But also according to this it says a second live action movie of Tokyo Revengers has been decided because they already had one live action which I've yet to see and I do plan on it. Like I want more Tokyo Revengers. I haven't been keeping up with the manga. A live action film actually sounds good great and the fact that they're making a second one and i heard the first tokyo avengers live action wasn't that bad which how the hell would you drop the ball on a tokyo avengers live action there's literally no super fantastical things it's just a bunch of delinquents doing delinquent things like if they would have put a hollywood budget behind it and a good script and a good director and producer and shit like that there's no reason why this shouldn't be a slam dunk but yeah, they had one over there in Japan and it seems as though they greenlit another one, which it makes sense. It's weird that Tokyo Revengers is so huge in Japan and sold so much, but over here in the West, it doesn't have the biggest fandom in the world. So I doubt we'll probably ever get a live action, you know, Western Tokyo Revengers take, you know, Hollywood take on Tokyo Revengers. But hey, we got that first one and we got a second one coming for people that want more of those Tokyo Revengers. Moving forward, One Punch Man fans. Like y'all know One Punch Man is extremely scorching hot on the internet right now the climax of the monster arc garo all of that stuff like it's inescapable everywhere i go it's just constant conversation i recently caught up and made a big video over on my main channel talking about one punch man and you know just the insanity of the manga so it's really scorching hot in terms of on the internet but this is where i'm starting to see that i don't know if you would call it smoke and mirrors i don't know if you would call it that just because people are talking about shit online doesn't translate to sales because Despite the fact that One Punch Man is probably being discussed and more hyped about than ever at this particular point, you could argue maybe because also it's at a climax and it's a couple of, what is it, 160 something chapters deep. Ultimately, it's not translating to sales because, according to this chart, courtesy of Jose underscore Ke over on Twitter, says here, One Punch Man's manga sales evolution in Japan. Close to celebrate 10 years since the first volume was released, One Punch Man is still among the bestsellers. Sure, it's far from its peak, but nothing lasts forever. And take Taking a look at the chart, honestly, it's fascinating because, I mean, for starters, you see that it definitely skyrocketed. It shows here that it started off with doing what, probably 40, 30, 40, 000 a piece for the first couple of volumes. Then, shortly after, volume four, I believe it says, no, volume three, it did 600,000. So it was having a steady incline to the point of it was volume 12 that did 10 million. But then you're starting to see that it's rapidly declining, pretty much the peak. Of sales was volume 10, it kept going down, going down. And as it stands right now, the latest volumes of One Punch Man, volume 25 and 26, you could definitely see that even though it kind of stabilized between 24 and 25, it went up slightly with 25. One punch man has definitely been declining. Like so, if we was doing at that particular point, you know, with volume 10, 10 million, as it stands right now, One Punch Man with the latest volume, it sold a little less than 30,0 000 in total, which by no means is that nothing to sneeze at but from what i've learned of studying manga sales charts and all of that good stuff is once a manga starts selling close to how it started off which as it stands right now it's pretty much selling a little bit less than volume 5 I want to say it's less than volume 5 is closer to volume 4 sales that's when they end the manga so like when Yusuke Murata the artist of One Punch Man had made that I guess you would say accident or the translations was off that seemingly made it seem like One Punch Man was ending as a whole I thought that, that made sense I thought like well if sales is going down then wouldn't it make sense that they're going to end it because historically that's what they do but according to him it says no it was just the Garo arc that was coming to an end not the manga as a whole and I think that's probably also why finally they put a can on the Monster Association arc despite the fact that everybody online talks about it it does massively online manga sales are telling a different story and I think probably the sales dropping is also due to maybe arc fatigue because realistically we've been with this whole garo monster stuff for ages and not to mention the fact that that story was in a different version but nevertheless somewhat told in the one comic yeah it was probably about time like yo we wrap it up and it's a great arc but considering it's not translating in sales and that's kind of the whole thing that keeps things afloat like one punch man right now it doesn't have an anime the anime hasn't been successful since season one season two a lot of people weren't feeling it and there's no season three announcements or anything like that probably it's a good time to change things up a bit switch it around and go into a different arc because yeah sales right now they're great but they're not looking good in comparison to what we've done in the past like we were doing you know up to 700,000 and then after a certain point it's like woo, all the way down to less than 300,000 hopefully things pick back up i would hate for one punch man to have to come to a close because of low sales because it's really freaking good. Like, I, I loved my catch-up of the manga. But we gotta wait and see. Either way, One Punch Man sales chart the rise and quote-unquote fall, so to speak. Despite the fact that people love it and it's a great manga, it's not looking incredible right now. Haikyuu fans, Haikyuu fans, we got a couple of pieces of news for Haikyuu. We got some official news, and then some unofficial quote-unquote leaks. For starters, it says here, Haikyuu's 10th anniversary project will have a new feature in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 38. It's not known if the information included will be new or just a reminder of previously announced projects because they did mention i want to say it was earlier this year or sometime last year that they had like this 10th anniversary 10 projects all sorts of stuff but they never really confirmed what was going on i want to say with like the pandemic and everything it kind of slowed things down for haikyuu but um, you know that's the official stuff that we know then according to some seemingly leaks Haikyuu Season 5 of the anime has been, quote-unquote, confirmed. And the info will be revealed this month. And I am so happy for Haikyuu fans. Don't get me wrong. I like Haikyuu. I've seen, I've said this before, but I've seen Season 1 of the anime. And I enjoyed what I watched. But I know for a fact, I was just talking to a friend probably a week or two ago about... Yo dog, Haikyuu fans have been starving for this. Haikyuu fans have been... Like, I remember it was at Jump Fest, and now that I think about it. Haikyuu fans were very upset because they were like, This is the time we're gonna get that next Haikyuu season. Nothing came from it. So Haikyuu fans have been thirsty for that next fix. And according to these leaks, which we're going to keep it as leaks, Haikyuu's anime season 5 is incoming and is about freaking time. Fans have been waiting a long time. I don't know. Does this wrap up the Haikyuu anime? I know the manga finished a while back, but will this season wrap up everything? I'd imagine so. I don't see them going to like Haikyuu season 6. And if I'm off on that, then forgive me. But that'll probably be the final season. And maybe they'll do like a movie after the fact, which I always wonder... Like, when they end these sports series as massive as they are. I will always say that they dropped the ball with stopping the Kuroko no Basket manga. The Kuroko no Basket manga sold so freaking crazy and a lot of people were hoping that they would go to like, maybe even if they didn't name it the NBA, but like do the NBA and have them going up against like LeBron and stuff like that. I'll to this day say that that was a miss. Haiku at the very least, they're going to give that season five and who knows what the future holds for it. I feel like that's a series that probably that itself could have gone on even further but only time will tell. Either way, Haikyuu fans rejoice. Seemingly, Season 5 is finally incoming. Let's close out this episode with the Weekly Shonen Jump and Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. So let's start off with Jump. For starters, we got creator of One Piece, Eiichiro Oda. Uh, and he's referring to, I believe, that interview that we talked about like a dozen times. I don't want to get too into it uh, between him and the creator of Detective Conan. Says here, Gosho Aoyama-san is a fun person who feels like an older brother. I'm happy having a friend who's in a similar situation as i am and i'd imagine so considering the fact that oda is pretty much a one of one to have somebody that at the very least is somewhat close to the same situation of being over a thousand chapters over a hundred volumes a lot of pressure on the shoulders probably wanting to end this shit now but still has like a bajillion chapters to go i'd imagine there's probably a certain amount of pressure on him and the fact that he called him an older brother it made sense because if you listen to that interview it sounded like he was way more mature than Oda. Oda was talking about dragging dude down and all sorts of stuff, and Gosha was like, no, you are you. And I am me. And there's no competition. Like, <laughs> uh, shoutouts to that one. Uh Then we got, let's see, Gege Akutami, author of Jujutsu Kaisen. I remember how precious the only rare card I owned, Hane Hain, was to me. Oh, so they're referring to the author of Yu-Gi-Oh, Kazuki Takahashi, passing away. And yes, I did have a Hane Hain card. Shit, what was the effect of the Hane Hane card? I just remember the image of, like, the little dude with the stick or whatever, but... Shoutouts to Gege Akutami, and of course, again, rest in peace to Kazuki Takahashi. Then we got Kohei Horikoshi, author of My Hero Academia. I wish my body would stop using this system of telling me I'm sick with stomatitis, please. Oh my god, that's not good. And also, what we've talked about, that probably explains why the author of My Hero Academia, or why My Hero Academia, the last couple weeks, has had very short chapters of 13 pages and 11 pages. Clearly, Kohei Horikoshi has been ill, and... Man, sending positive energy and positive vibes. Get well soon, Kohei Horakoshi. It's the final stretch. And I know, I'd imagine Kohei Horakoshi is probably not desperate, but definitely looking forward to wrapping up My Hero Academia. Like, these illnesses, these deadlines, all of the hell of being for a long time, up until, like, you know, the new Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen era. Like, that was the flagship title of Jump. A lot of pressure, a lot of time and spent into the series. Probably, who knows? Maybe there might not be, you know, My Hero society or nothing like that. Maybe Kohe really is going to wrap it up because if they're constantly falling ill, if he's constantly getting sick, probably should wrap it up, but again sending positive vibes all around to Koyota koshi and just any author and jump that is going through illnesses and all of the pressures of weekly serialization we got uh yoshifumi tozuka author of undead Unluck. the august 5th issue of giga will have a one shot from my assistant hamura akatsuki please check it out yo dog the only akatsuki we check out over here is from naruto stop it. <laughs> i really always think it's dope when authors like recommend works from their assistants and stuff like that like those shout outs go a long way so shout out to them for that. Oh, we got Hajime Komoto, author of Marshall. I'm eating the large Tori Soboro bowl with extra onions from Sukiya about thirty-five times a week. You're gonna get sick of it, dog. Like anytime I really fall in love with a uh certain type of food like a chicken sandwich for example a spicy crispy chicken sandwich like yo dog I'll eat that shit Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. By Thursday I'm a little sick of it. By Friday, get it away from me. By Saturday, don't even mention that shit. So keep it up, dog. You gonna find out. You gonna find out. Yeah, <laughs> Yuki Tabata off the Black Clover. I was honored to have once met him at a ceremony. Kazuki Takahashi Sensei, may you rest in peace. And I'm not sure if Yuki Tabata, I believe Yuki Tabata talked about him last week as well, but yeah, probably weighing heavy on a lot of these authors' hearts. Like, yo, dog, this was an icon to them. Like, this is an icon to anime and manga card games as a whole. So yeah, if they gotta talk about him for the next, I don't know, dozen weeks, it is what it is. They're probably feeling a certain way. Yuto Suzuki, author of Sakamoto Days. I received a ton of Yakult 1000 from Ishikawa-san. Tastes like Shirota Strain. I wish I knew what the hell they talk about sometimes. I'm like, yo, dog, what are you talking about? And we'll wrap it up with Doran Dororan's author, Genosuka, at the bottom. Once again, clearly, Doran Dororan is gonna get canceled. Like, unless they give it special treatment like they did with Demon Slayer and they just heavily believe in this shit, Doran Dororan, consider it already canceled. It is in the bottom constantly. But they said, watching the world track and field championships is a joy of my days. I'm liking sports more and more as I get older. Well, yeah, as you continue to age, you fall into different interests and whatnot but yeah my heart goes out to gen because i know right now this author's fighting for his freaking life in this damn magazine and there's no results no no positive results because continuing to fall in dead last not good man but again sending positive vibes all around to every author in shonen jump a lot of shit going on in the world and you know they work very hard and now moseying on over to the weekly shonen magazine author comments uh tokyo avengers baji spin-off series by yuki nori natsukawa gucci to the alcohol shop gangster who would give me shonen magazine to read each week are you reading the manga i've created is in shonen magazine now that is so dope when you get to accomplish your dreams and get to talk like that big shout outs to them like i love to see it uh then we got the author of the original tokyo Revengers series ken wakui i've been eating egg and sharp fin soup at 7-eleven lately it's been great diet food interesting interesting i mean we don't got that shit over here but interesting <laughs> we got Nakamasuzuki, author author for nights of the apocalypse i i bought a super huge figure of my beloved triceratops it makes the booze taste all that much better when i gaze upon it while drinking hey where have i heard that before dog you've got a problem (laughs) i don't give a fuck what nobody says homie got a problem and the sooner he admits it and the sooner he looks in the mirror and realizes what's going on the better because dog yeah, you got a problem. Author of Blue Lock, Yusuke Nomura. The Boys season three is the nastiest, most hyped thing I've ever seen. Oh my god! I yo dog. I got a friend that has continuously recommended me The Boys. The Boys of Boys, and because I've been watching and stuck on. No, I gotta finish Better Call Saul before I watch it. I finished Better Call Saul probably tonight. That sounds like a great thing. And shout outs to Yusuke Nomura for reminding me. Yeah, I need to go watch The Boys. I've heard it's nothing but greatness. Hiro Mashima, author of Eden Zero. There's gonna be a stage for Mashima characters at this year's Cosplay Summit. I think I'll go take a peek. You do that, go. You do that. Over here, we stand, Hiro Mashima. We don't play that shit. You go get it, go. Whatever it is you're gonna do, we support it. K. Urana, author of Gachi Akuta. Hi. Oh, so this isn't even him. Hi, it's me, the editor. I'm withering away from Urana's heavy rock looks as well as Hirakichi's insights. Okay, so Kei Urona has like a rock look? Like a rock and roll look? What what are they talking about there? And also, I'd imagine the editor is doing this comment. We just heard that the author of Gachi Aquita is taking a couple weeks off. And then now the editor coming in gets a little worrisome. That comment about taking two weeks off didn't say anything about being sick. But the fact that the editor is doing the comments, we always read Kei Urona talking. So... A little worrisome hope they're okay uh then we got author of uh ranger reject negi haruba i get fulfillment from finishing entire series via audible over one or two days as i work that's something i've been meaning to get into i feel like that would be the perfect multitask to be able to listen on audible and do my work and last but not least the legend the goat hajime no ipo's george morikawa some of them beaten in the depths of the night yo dog when you got a bad sleep schedule and i'm not sure if that's what he was referring to but yeah i've I just recently seemingly got my shit back on track i hate that shit like honestly nighttime for the most part not my thing i prefer the the daylight the sunshine but yes people those are all the stories we have for today's episode curious what you guys think most important story favorite story something that i missed out on that you're like yo for why you ain't talk about that let me know so laugh for this one i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace in and you guys just watched another episode of whatever New. have an awesome day lads oh you should totally like subscribe <laughs>